Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and we're talking about uh, men's health with uh, one of our really uh, erudite go-to experts. He's Dr. Aaron Katz, Chairman of Urology at NYU Winthrop hospital here in New York, and um, also the host of a wonderful radio show on WABC Radio Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock. Don't miss it, because you'll learn a lot about uh, men's health. Uh, and it's amazing, the, the advances that are occurring in this area, because it's, it's, it's a big deal, because prostate cancer, unfortunately, um, what is it, is number two killer for men? Uh, yes, because, it is, yeah. Uh, among cancers, right? Because there's lung cancer and then followed by prostate cancer, is that correct? That's correct, and colorectal, yes. And colorectal, okay, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, clearly a big deal. And, it, you know, kind of also it's important because it affects a part of the body that we generally don't think is kind of superfluous, do we, as men? You know, and we don't want to get... Overtreated. Uh, we don't want the consequences of uh, overaggressive treatments that uh, leave us with urinary problems, uh, that leave us uh, with sexual problems. Uh, and big story that was in the news uh, this week, and I, we've been aware of it, I think, uh, both of us, uh, is that uh, hormone blockers really work in advanced prostate cancer. We use them frequently just to turn off the fuel supply to the cancer because, you know, uh, Prostate cancers love testosterone, and we turn that off with uh, androgen blockade or androgen deprivation therapies. But there's a there's a price to be paid, and it came up recently in a study that uh, it increased the risk for dementia. So, so talk to us about the the pros and cons of the androgen uh, therapy. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a very good point. And the study, um, did show that there was, in men that were on long-term hormonal suppression, uh, that there was uh, about a 19% relative increase of men developing Alzheimer's disease, which, uh, of course is something you never want to see because, um, you know, Alzheimer's is, is, as far as I know, there's no real way of preventing it right now. And the treatments are still, I think, in their infancy. And it's a horrible, horrible, uh, disease. However, um, what we've had in, in prostate cancer therapy for many years, since actually the early 1940s, what we've known is that if we are able to reduce a man's testosterone level who have prostate cancer, advanced prostate cancer, we can put them in a remission. And uh, unfortunately, I think we've used the hormones 
a little bit too much, uh, way, way too much. We've used them uh, too long and too much, and we need to be, again, mindful about this new study and be cautious. And not everyone that gets prostate cancer that it needs radiation, especially radiation, because in the past, every man that was going for radiation would have 18 months or 36 months of, of hormonal therapy. It was almost uh, de-rigor. It was like part of the menu. It really was, you know. It was. Oh, well, you get it. And, and now uh, a lot of the radiation oncologists don't believe that that's necessary, mm-hmm, thankfully, mm-hmm, and nor, nor do I. But you know, there are men, unfortunately, that will develop prostate cancer in their bones, and at this point in time, hormonal therapy, at least uh, in the short term, needs to be initiated in order to put it into a remission. Now, there are some great new therapies that are on the horizon. We're seeing an explosion of the whole field of immune oncology and mm-hmm. it's been terrific for mm-hmm. both melanoma, lung many cancers cancer, now and now bladder cancer, to kidney cancer. cancer. As well. yeah. yeah, and so we're starting to see some of these, you know, immune checkpoint inhibitors uh, that are starting to uh, be used uh, even in prostate cancer and some of the earlier, uh, you know, clinical trials at this point. But as of right now, as it stands, uh, if you're, you know, if you have an advanced prostate cancer, and I was just dealing with a man earlier today who, you know, let his PSA go and, and didn't, didn't get checked, and now his PSA was, I think it was 350, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. I mean, not surprisingly, the, the bone scan lit up, you know, and it's all over the bones. And right now, to, to put this in a remission, I'm not saying he needs hormones for life, but in order to, to get this in a remission and get this under control, because I told him, it's like your car is going at, you know, 90 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone. It's just going too fast. We need to slow it down. Mm-hmm. And you can't radiate your whole body. Uh, for this, and it wouldn't help. So, so yeah. So we need to do hormones, and then maybe combine it with either immune therapy or maybe some chemotherapy, and not use the hormones as long as mm-hmm. we did because of this recent study with Alzheimer's. But it has been shown in many studies that if a man has advanced prostate cancer and you go on a hormonal therapy, it will, in fact, you know, prolong your life, and yep. it will delay the disease progression. It may not cure you, and but, you know, some men may not be able to be cured, but they can be controlled. You know, there's the two C's, there's the control and there's the cure. And some men may not be able to be cured. Maybe they'll always live in their body. Maybe men, you know, with HIV may never be HIV mm-hmm. negative, but they can be controlled and they can live your entire life without mm-hmm. uh, having the consequences of the disease. So, And that, that may be a good uh, way to look at it is that maybe we won't, you know, everybody's talking about the cure, the cure, the cure for cancer. It'd be great right, to just eradicate right. cancer. But I think mm-hmm. the way it's going to develop is that it's going to follow the model of HIV, which is that we don't eradicate yes. the, the virus, uh, but we minimize symptoms uh, through yes. using a cocktail. You know, they actually yes. literally call it a drug cocktail, a variety of things that work synergistically to suppress the cancer and keep it at bay and prolong life. I mean, I have patients who uh, were diagnosed in the in the 1980s with uh, mm-hmm. with AIDS who were at yeah. death's door. Uh, yeah. They're still alive with the cocktails yeah, that are given, you know, so. Amazing. Yeah, amazing, and and you know I applaud the people that have done the research and and the philanthropy that has gone into helping so many people with this horrific uh, disease. In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work: CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative. The only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. 
CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with a fruit flower and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all-natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. What's interesting with the uh, androgen blockade, it kind of gives us a little bit of a clue as to the role of testosterone for men and the impact that testosterone has on men's health. So, for example, you know, we have this extreme example of, yeah, there's a higher incidence of Alzheimer's disease, something very, very dramatic, uh, a very dire consequence of this androgen deprivation. But short of that, men lose their mojo. Uh, you know, if you want to follow the uh, Austin Powers, uh, the spy who shagged me kind of uh, metaphor, yes. sure. uh, when they yeah. take these medications, they feel kind of downtrodden, they feel schleppy. Um, yep. They have low T. I mean, it's deliberately induced, and it may actually increase their risk for metabolic syndrome. So yes. that actually gives us a clue to the to the potential benefits of testosterone for older men, right? Yes, all of that is true. And uh, like anything else in medicine, you have to be, you know, aware and, and let the patient know about the risks and benefits. And if you are on androgen deprivation therapy, this, you know, hormonal blocker, that you do need to be physically active. You do need to take calcium. You do need to take other supplements to keep your body healthy because you're right. Uh, you know, low T is going to have an, an effect on, on, on you in many different ways on your metabolism. And then it, it brings up the whole controversy is, and, and I think, you know, something that's very exciting is to, can we give men who are what we call hypogonadal or low T, who have low T, can we give them back testosterone and can it be delivered safely? You know, and, and, and I think there's a recent study that you know, was very encouraging along those lines, looking at long-term testosterone replacement in hypogonadal men. I believe it was a Scandinavian study, if I'm not mistaken, that absolutely showed, uh, that's correct. Very that's correct. Uh, little, if any, uh, increase in the risk of prostate cancer, which is absolutely mind blowing. Yes, that's correct, and it does, and and it gives us as urologists and and are, that are providing health care to men around the country who do need testosterone. I see, and I'm sure you do too. So many men that can't get out of bed, that have low you know muscle mass, mm-hmm. that have low sexual desire, or can't perform sexually that it can make a dramatic difference. I must have seen five guys today mm-hmm. earlier that are on testosterone. Now, I think it has to be, I th- I'll take out think. I know that it should be done under the supervision right. Very carefully of monitored. a physician. Yep. It, it, it does. And, you know, and I don't like the idea of Internet companies and, and, and touting, you know, testosterone mm-hmm. replacement therapy because... Men will, will go to these sites, they'll order it, and they don't even know what their testosterone level is. And they think, oh, I'm a little depressed, I'm not doing mm-hmm. that well, I must be low testosterone. Right. You don't know that. And then you're, then you're, you know, you're kind of dabbling with your hormones, and, you know, if there is testosterone there, it will shut off your normal, uh, testosterone from your testicle. And that, that, that is well known, because if we're giving you exogenous testosterone from outside the body, your own body's ability to manufacture testosterone will be shut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's very dangerous. I, I think it's a very dangerous and uh, slippery slope out there to to take these things 
and to you know take hormones without having uh, a, a physician. Right. I mean, you see the ads now on TV that you know you just uh, call up and uh, you know discreetly they'll send you a package of uh, you know testosterone. Yeah. You could administer it, and uh, you know yeah. no fuss, yeah. no bother. And I hope that That's these right. men are being monitored. But you know, a big question, and this is a huge controversy, as you know, and I think you you, know, you go to a lot of uh, urology conventions and read the journals, mm-hmm. is testosterone good for the heart or bad for the heart? At yep. first, it was thought, oh, testosterone, oh, contraindicated in men who have heart disease. Um, yep. Just as like in the Women's Health Initiative, they say, oh, stop using estrogen in women because it's bad for their hearts. Well, there's mm-hmm. evidence to the contrary, isn't there? Yeah, there certainly is. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm in the camp that I think that testosterone is good for the heart. I, I think that men that have low T, that there, there have been a lot of studies in the veteran administration groups and so forth, that have shown that the lower the testosterone, the more likely you are to have coronary artery disease, especially uh, if or a cardiac event, especially if you had, you know, cardiac disease in your family or a prior cardiac event. So uh, I, I think uh, that's a real role for testosterone there. Um, but the other area of controversy is, and, and urologists are swinging now to the to, to another side is giving testosterone in men that have prostate cancer, whether they've been treated yeah. wow. before and are in remission and are doing well and say, oh, well, we can't give testosterone because that's that was that'll explode the, the, the cancer. Well, that's not true, actually. Yep. That hasn't been shown at all. And that, even That's actually men, pretty reassuring when it comes to, you know, our men who are concerned about yes. getting prostate cancer from the testosterone. Even men who previously had prostate cancer, when it's been treated and controlled, uh, they do pretty well with testosterone replacement, don't they? They do. They do very well. And especially even in the men that we've treated, and a lot of studies on this that we were talking about earlier, that large population of men with, you know, the low-risk prostate cancer that are on active surveillance who need testosterone, we can give it to them safely now. There are a lot of studies uh, at the AUA that was presented this year in Chicago that I went to and recent publications in the Journal of Urology that appears to be relatively safe. Of course, we have to always let the patient know about the risks and benefits, but uh, and they have to be monitored. So monitor your PSA closely. Monitor your testosterone levels. But, uh, but my own experience in my practice, uh, is to, is to, is to replace testosterone if needed, even in men, uh, that either have been treated with prostate, for prostate cancer or are on, on uh, the, uh, active surveillance program. However, you're in a position to have a pretty darn good idea whether they're at risk for prostate cancer because you do a very, very comprehensive evaluation uh, to see mm-hmm. if it's safe. So that uh, yes. you know, makes it a little bit more reassuring. Um, I want to comment on a trend that I've noticed in urology. It's kind of interesting. It uh, you know, used to be that uh, Viagra, Levitra, Cialis, I mean, they're, they're virtually uh, recreational drugs. These days, I notice a lot of men are getting a prescription to take one Cialis pill every single day and they like yes. it because it helps them with urination and it also yes. helps them in another department <laughs> it's kind yes. of interesting tell us about that uh yes well there's a, that's the, really the only medication that's out there that's approved fda approved for two uh your for, for two issues that that men suffer from uh which is bph or what we call lower urinary tract symptoms LUTs or bph symptoms and erectile dysfunction and the five milligram daily dose uh, to Dalafil or Cialis uh, is what has been recommended. Now, a lot of the insurance carriers won't pay for it. And even though it is an effective right. drug, 
uh, I still get a lot of pushback from patients that the insurance carriers are not paying it and they want to pay for the much cheaper form, the generic Tamsulosin, which is the old Flomax. Right, which is, uh, almost which has, has the opposite no, effect, retrograde well, ejaculation. Exactly, and, exactly. You know, it's not going to affect... Yeah, it's not going to help your sexual function, that's for sure. And it is a pretty good drug for helping urinary symptoms, but you're going to have retrograde ejaculation. It's basically a urinary tract tranquilizer, sort of. (laughs) That's correct. So, yes, there there is that trend, um, and hopefully the insurance carriers will pay more for that because it has been very helpful. Um, But... You know, for, for men who, and that's a whole nother, you know, I guess whole nother podcast about how we're evaluating men for, for erectile dysfunction because it is a major problem. And, you know, if you really sit down and talk to men that are, you know, 50, 60, 70, or even younger men, uh, a lot of men are concerned about their ability to have normal sexual function. They feel it's not as good as it was. Well, what is, I tell them, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. They don't have to be mm-hmm. 20 years old. Um, but there are, uh, you know, the medications like you mentioned, the Viagra, the Cialis, the Levitra, but it takes more of an in-depth discussion rather than just giving a pill and a band-aid yeah, to understand. Yeah. You know, I see a man, he comes in, and his hemoglobin A1C is 9, which is Agreed. off the chart. You really have to his do a, a, a holistic the evaluation he's, on these people. He's yeah. 300 pounds. He hasn't yeah. been in the gym or exercising. Mm-hmm. You know, he's smoking cigarettes. And, you know, and these are all the risk factors and lifestyle changes that really can... His cholesterol is, you know, is sky high, and the LDLs are, you know, 200. You have to be mindful, and your body and the penis is, you know, an organ that requires blood to be delivered. And if you are doing anything in your lifestyle to interfere with those those arteries that are delivering blood to the penis, because that's all it is. I mean, an erection is just increased, you know, blood there, and you're going to have an effect. An inability, especially if you have all these lifestyle uh, things you know, you know that you're doing that are not beneficial. So that's why I think it does require, as you just said, a holistic evaluation of the patient. And uh, and then, of course, it's all there's so many things tied in psychologically. Is yep. he married? Is he happy? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's going on in the bedroom with the romance? You know, mm-hmm. and oh, we haven't had sex in a year. And then you expect to just, you know, take a pill and then go back in the bedroom and everything's Mm going to be fine. It doesn't work that way, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's just, uh, so it does require an in-depth, I think, consultation and and discussion. But there are new treatments. There are things um, that we can do beyond the pills if that's that's what's uh, required. I wanted to get you before we conclude uh, to comment yep. on you know some of the over-the-counter things that are offered for uh, prostate health. Uh, for example, uh, salt palmetto, salt palmetto, and uh, uh, often in combination with uh, pumpkin seed uh, and uh, various uh, other ingredients, uh, nettles in some cases. Uh, do these? You know, you've looked at the scientific evidence. You've also talked to literally yes. thousands of patients. Do these yes. really work to improve urination, to shrink the prostate, uh, etc.? I think that they do. Okay, I think that in men that have mild urinary symptoms, it can it can stabilize mm-hmm. them. Is it a uh, you know? Is there a placebo effect there? Is there hard evidence? There's some laboratory evidence. There's some clinical evidence. There haven't been so many clinical trials out there because a lot of the trials are covered by drug companies and that's where the money's going so mm-hmm. it's not a lot of money in clinical trials aren't putting uh, put into herbal compounds i can just say from my own experience mm-hmm. yes i do feel 
that those compounds that you mentioned, saw palmetto, stinging nettles, pumpkin seed, um, you know, uh, uh, things that will reduce prostate inflammation. You know, I've, I've worked with a, a, a company, as you know, New Chapter, and they, mm-hmm. they, they still make this uh, compound, Zyflamin, which I do recommend to my patients. Mm-hmm. I have no financial interest, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, in that. Uh, I do like vitamin D for my patients. I do uh, get vitamin D levels. I, I think that that can be also mm-hmm. very helpful. Uh, also for, very for much associated with the prognosis of prostate cancer, according to Absolutely. studies. Prostate cancer tends Absolutely. to be more aggressive in patients with low vitamin D, right? Absolutely. So do I think they can help? Yes. Now, if someone can't urinate at all, or if someone is in urinary retention and requires a catheter, or if they're mm-hmm. carrying large residuals, or if they're up five times a night and they every 30 minutes they go into the bathroom, probably not going to help you. It's too late for, you know. It's like, too late. Uh, yeah. It's going to be too late. It, and what it, we do is we fill out, have patients fill out a questionnaire when they come in, and I can gauge the severity of their symptoms. And if, if their symptoms are, are severe, the, you know, the herbals alone. Now, I'll use the herbals, but I won't use them alone. Um, I'll have to combine them with a, with a pharmaceutical. Or now we have, and again, this could be a whole other podcast, but some, some new uh, minimally invasive treatment mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. Uh, in the office that can be very effective and spare men uh, normal and ha- allow men to have normal sexual function. Uh, the Eurolift, the Resume procedure, these are done in the office rather than the old TERP where men had to come in the mm-hmm. into the hospital and be the hospitalized for several days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so we don't we don't have well we do it occasionally, but uh, there's some new great procedures for men to improve their urinary function. But yes, I, I do think that there is a role for, for herbals and, and lifestyle modifications and having men that are getting up five times a night to stop drinking after dinner and stop having coffee at night and six beers after dinner. And, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you, you, right. you, you know, I listen to these guys say, well, you know, I have uh, three beers after dinner and, you know, I'm peeing all night. Well, yeah, of mm-hmm. course you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So would I be. Okay. So let's be a little bit, uh, uh, let, let's cut that out as well. Sometimes uh, you can... Uh, hit a home run with a very low tech intervention, you know, <laughs> just yes. lifestyle yes, modification and diet advice. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Okay, well, look, I, I, I really feel you are the consummate physician because you, uh, incorporate the latest uh, high tech findings, uh, along with the best of, you know, traditional natural medicine. You're very open to both and you keep abreast of findings in both areas. So you really exemplify mm-hmm. intelligent medicine in your realm of urology. So, uh, always a pleasure having you on intelligent medicine. And uh, it's been very informative. Thank you so much for not only your, your kind words, for, for inviting me here. And I look forward to coming back and, and seeing you soon, Ron. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, once really again, give us a, the heads up on how people can get information about uh, your uh, radio program, uh, your uh, practice. Well, Katz's uh, uh, Corner is on every Sunday on WHC Radio. That sounds like a deli. Radio. That sounds like a deli, uh, doesn't it? Katz's Corner. <laughs> Maybe it will be a deli one day. Maybe that's my future. Katz's <laughs> Corner on Sunday morning on WABC. That's 7.70 a.m. at 7 in the morning. Uh, and then if you're interested and uh, want to see me or one of my colleagues out here at NYU Winter, I'd love to see you. It's uh, You can just check us out on the web at, uh, at NYU Winter and uh be glad to see you. That's out on the island, but you also have a pied-à-terre in New York where you see patients? Yes, yes. We see we see in patients Manhattan. on 83rd and, and Park Avenue. It's the same number to call. It's uh, 516, um, I'm, I'm drawing the blank, 516-663-8783, or you can just check us out uh, on the web at uh, winthropurology.com. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Aaron Katz, for joining us. Have a wonderful day.
I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.